Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. <laughs> we remind you, it is a heart-to-heart podcast. <laughs> I know that it seems like it isn't, but it is. And I am your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your voted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the virgin sacrifice, Joe Garber. And in Ooh. continuation of Chain Reaction Spooky Edition, we obviously had to watch... <laughs> Quantum Leap. <laughs> Clearly. Ooh, it's, it's, I'm so scared. Quantum <laughs> yeah. fucking Leap. Uh, Quantum Leap Season 5, <laughs> Episode 15. Season 5. Blood Moon. How many seasons of the show are there? Five. Oh, okay. That makes sense based <laughs> on what I saw. <laughs> That's actually really makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's telling. Uh, <laughs> hey, Joe. Mm-hmm. Want to tell us what happened in this episode? Yes. Quantum Leap is okay. the story of a man who tried to go time traveling, but ended up jumping into the bodies of random people, I think. This is the only episode I've ever seen, so <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. No. In this episode, he jumps into a vampire's body, and he wakes up in a coffin, and he jumps out of the coffin, and it's season five, so you'd think he'd be a little bit better about pretending to know who he was, but he's <laughs> terrible at it. And then a man with a really weird suit comes in, and we are, we're explained that he can... He can appear in hologram form to inform, to tell Scott Bakula what's going on a little bit and research things on his like Tetris cube, um, (laughs) Rubik's cube. And what he tells him is that the woman he met at this castle is going to be murdered in a couple days or that night or whenever. And so it becomes a murder mystery and he goes to dinner with some weird couple that tries to get him into a threesome and then that couple are also vampires but he try- finds out they're fake vampires and the one of them tries to sacrifice the girl but he stops him and then he d- looks in his mirror and doesn't have a reflection so he's a vampire at the end <laughs> Woo! Mm, wow Amazing. amazingly done okay Ellen, okay continue okay our, our okay. rich tradition <laughs> <laughs> All right. Much like Scott Bakula, I'm just going to jump right in. Mm -hmm. So Blood Moon. Okay. So I can't remember, but uh, Sam, Sam um, jumps through time and he is in a coffin and it turns out that he is a contemporary artist. It's it's the year 1975. He's a contemporary artist that also, I guess, is a vampire, but he's married to a girl that they keep saying lived on the streets like a homeless girl and um they're having a ceremony and it's the blood moon ceremony and so al comes and he's not very helpful or forthcoming with the information but basically they're going to have a ritual where these two people that are obviously insane and think they're real vampires but they're just wearing shitty fake vampire teeth they are going to sacrifice this woman who is the guy that sam jumped into's wife even though she seems like she's 11 and so um blah 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 some shit happens um there's a lot of howling and junk and then it's like surprise count bacula is a vampire <laughs> yeah. count bacula count bacula that's Wait. great <laughs> oh god amazing well i have nothing to add to this okay so we're done <laughs> with minute maxes <laughs> i know the feeling oh, how mad would ellen be if we if i like we let you not do a minute max <laughs> yeah like who, who I'm the I'm the stickler. Who's I know. Gonna... <laughs> I know. Who else is going to enforce the minute max? Uh, okay. Blood Moon. Uh, Sam Quantum leaped <laughs> into a vampire in 1975 who wakes up in a coffin to his child bride who looks like she's dying of consumption, mm-hmm. and then a hologram man says. 
uh, she's going to be murdered and she won't have any blood in her body. Vampires, I'm wearing garlic. Uh, and then they meet up with uh, the dude from Twin Peaks who ran the menswear department at the store. Uh, and his super horny girlfriend or wife and they have an awkward dinner which we love mm. um and really it's just like i i don't even know what happened i watched this episode <laughs> twice and it's <laughs> it's, it's you watched it, it twice seems like it's supposed to be a murder wow. mystery but it's not it's like a, a inception of murder mystery yeah um that true. basically ends with no reflection <sighs> Okay, so I hated this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I could not tell. I, I hated it. I watched, so we watched it a couple nights, a few nights ago. <laughs> we both fell asleep. And I fell asleep. So I, I do. So uh-huh. last night I watched it again. Uh-huh. It was the hardest thing for me to get through. Like I, I have never worked so hard to get through 40 minutes of television. Yeah. We also forgot the confusing actual ending where then he's a stuntman on a hood of a car. Oh, well, that doesn't count because that's oh, just the beginning count. to the next that's episode. That's just quantum leap. That's, yeah. Okay. That's just all they all go. Okay. So you have Sam, seen Sam Quantum's storyline. <laughs> you both have seen other episodes of Quantum Leap. Yes. 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 So are they all this bad? No. <laughs> no. No. Oh, some okay. of them, are, I remember watching. Well, okay. So this is hard because I remember. In the 90s, or in the wait, it is early 90s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, late, late 80s, so. early 90s, because mm-hmm. this was 93. In if it's season yeah. five, yeah, so late 80s. So I remember in 1989, there being you know, like very special episode of Quantum Leap where Sam solves racism, you know, uh, like that kind of thing, where he's like, he leapt into a black woman, no, <clears throat> yeah, and then you know, they fix everything for one day. I think the idea of this show is so great. Yes. I love Scott Bakula because Scott Bakula. Yes. Um, <laughs> Good reason. But I don't know that I ever really got into Quantum Leap. I think at that point in time, I didn't have a TV and life was kind of focused on other things. But um, <laughs> this episode was so weird. Like I found the way that, Dean Stockwell and Scott Bakula engaged with each other was really odd. Uh, like it was almost like I'm like, is this a play? Yeah. Of a like a is this a live version of Quantum Leap? Because the way that they're speaking is so strange. But I realized like I think technically I'm probably going from watching like something from the very first season to watching something from the very last season yeah. with very little memory of any of the shit. But I do, I am super, a super fan of the idea of this show. Uh-huh. And I think that it's just so tantalizing and tempting and there's so many places that it can go. But, but this one was like so slow that it made me question reality. <laughs> me too. It's, it was <laughs> It was slow in a really punishing way. Yeah, like it, it, was it was brutal. It was, was like a, a bottle episode for one. It's like they had a set. They had a yeah. cheap set. Mm. It, I felt like uh, Dean Stockwell, who I love, and Scott Bakula, who I love. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, their interaction seemed entirely improvised and yeah. poorly. Yeah, improvised. right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. They were it was so like, waka waka with each other. It was so waka waka. It was. Un- no, I don't like that. Yeah. No, no one does really. <laughs> pretty, 
cringy interactions with them. It was very like three camera sitcom interaction. Yeah. And, but I loved Dean's suit. I thought that was awesome. Of course. It's <laughs> like this weird eighties, nineties. suit. I, I appreciated his power clashing. Does like, he always dress like insane? Yeah. Cause he's, it's from the future. Yeah. He's from the future. Yeah. Okay. It's but it, in the so, future where you're, but you're still wearing a suit. Yeah. I yeah. Herringbone <laughs> and squiggly lines. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. This was so, yeah, it was, it was, I feel like I am just like whipping out the duds. This, this round of chain reaction is I'm trying to like find things that I haven't watched before and just hoping for the best, mm -hmm. but I'm going to stop doing that. <laughs> don't, don't sell um, yourself short because remember you did, you did bring us Nightbreed. <laughs> yeah. And, and the classic the, and the craft the legacy. That, yeah. Cause that, neither one of you ever picked, neither one of you ever picked pieces <laughs> of hot garbage. No, I, I, I 100% brought you jacks back so. <laughs> and i stand by it uh but um, i also the craft legacy i have zero ill will towards the craft legacy but that's what we signed up for mm -hmm. when we signed up to do this podcast is totally we signed i was up just to trying, to, trying to not be keep it so much like in the pocket and yeah. so yeah. you know totally I, whatever but um <laughs> we ventured out you know, everyone feels dangerous. I'm dangerous tonight. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> I just felt like this thing was five hours long. And yeah. I don't usually have that one. Like, and, you know, we've watched hundreds of episodes of Heart to Heart. But although that's that's a love fest. So it's not really the same thing. But, you know, mm. some episodes are just snappier than others. Like some, totally. some stories have a flow and and it works. But and this some was have good just cinematography. like. Just like, oh wow! Like this, I just didn't even know what I what was. It was just so slow that I kept thinking that maybe I missed something. I know that's what I felt too. I felt like that the whole time. Like I'm mm -hmm. something's missing. There's some weird. I'm not. It's something's going over my head or something like that. Because I, See, they were setting it up like it was a mystery, but there was zero mystery. Well, I did find that part interesting. I'll say that I did think that it just wasn't paced properly like i actually thought that the idea of the of this leap mm -hmm. was strong but mm -hmm. they just didn't play it to be scary and suspenseful right it should have been terrifying right mm -hmm. like but the weird fake vampire couple couple wasn't menacing enough you know like no. i feel like you would have to add a lot of diff additional elements for it to really crackle it was too overly um, lit. The but whole it is episode. a it is a really creepy story, and so I I was satisfied with that. Like that that at its core, this is a fucking creepy story, and it mm -hmm. does have the twist at the end, which I thought was good. I like that twist at I, the end. I like that too. him not being able to see mm -hmm. himself in the reflection is a good. Mm -hmm. That's a good little twist. Do they all do all episodes of Quantum Leap have some kind of mystery that he's solving sort of like some like the guy Dean mm, tells him not really this is what happens and that we have to figure out why No, I it's usually it. they're so they're trying to change history for the betterment of of mm -hmm. humanity. Mm -hmm. Um so it's like it's like like they're going to end racism this one day or they're going right. to like you know make make the good guy prevail uh -huh. in some way. Uh-huh. Uh and it's never, I don't, I don't remember. I've watched maybe two episodes of the mm -hmm. show, so mm -hmm. I, I can't speak with any sort of authority on quantum leap, <laughs> but I can say that this episode 
reeked of final season itis mm. where mm. no one cared anymore. Mm. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. no, for real. Like, they didn't yeah. care. They didn't, they, they have fired the cinematographers that made it look interesting. Cause in the, in the early seasons, it was, you know, shot on film. It was, it looked good. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of location. Um, and this was just a bottle episode. It was a set. Yeah. And poor lighting. And, the stupidest Normally, I love those thunder, oh my thunder god, sound that thunder sound effect over and over that, and over that only again. work on Boba. Yeah, and <laughs> freaked her out. Yeah, howling wolves and oh god, and then just these monologues, these endless monologues. Yeah, it was just excruciating, and I don't know why. Like that, there, the sum was so much less than the parts, mm-hmm. and that's <laughs> just very peculiar. Because it did have so many things that I really like. I do stand by the fact that I think that the setup was very, very dark. Yeah. Very dark. I mean, that's, he marries this young woman for the sole purpose of murdering her as a sacrifice. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Because he's a fucking vampire. That's dark. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, there's no way around saying, like, that's some dark shit. Mm-hmm. But I also sort of think, like, I wonder if he was also going to, if he, ended up killing that couple too because he knows they're not real vampires right so in my head i was like oh i bet this thing was a fucking bloodbath yeah. <laughs> so yeah. i like that i didn't like that when you when you apparently live in your family's old ass castle like we can't tell it's 1975 and that was a bummer no um, definitely but i not. thought I thought they were going for kind of a like a an homage to dark shadows which i did appreciate mm. i yeah, I couldn't tell what year it was at all. And the other confusing part is if he's coming back to change the course of history by his action, it seems weird that the man died from a lightning strike, which probably seems like it would have happened anyways. He didn't really save her, really, right? Well, he altered everything. I guess he changed the course of whatever that evening of her was. Life. Yeah, but, but mm-hmm. it's like this... Uh, Ex machina ending for the guy where he gets struck by lightning. <laughs> I have a note that just says, Here, take this bullshit and sell it. <laughs> What's that? Wow. Who says that? Eric, about this episode. No. Oh, I, oh it's doesn't he give, he gives her like, Oh, yeah. Some, oh, the treasure. Oh, the shit dagger, says, Go the sell dagger. this. Yeah, the dagger. Go sell yeah. this. It's worth a lot. <laughs> And then I, that was one of my favorite lines was when the fake vampire guy says says something that I did laugh out loud at because it's such a vampire movie thing to say, which was to say that he bought it off an old peddler. <laughs> and I, so I enjoyed that. I part. love. Yes. When she's talking, the young wife is talking about her upbringing. She says they left me in a boot box <laughs> on the steps of a church. That was my favorite line, too. <laughs> they left me in a boot box. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she would not have told her husband that previously. Yeah, that. Mm. That was it, weird. Um, the guy that plays a detective is oh, yeah. from an episode of Heart to Heart. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Wait, uh, who was the detective? The the at the very end. At the very end, he sort of looks like David Hockney. <laughs> yeah, Garth Garth Wilton. Oh. Uh-huh. Huh. He's in that that. Uh, downer episode with the pen pal. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, with the aunt? Is that what it is? Who Isn't he kills his aunt? She, Dean Stockwell's also in Heart's Desire. In Heart to Heart, right? Uh-huh. Oh, he's yeah, so he's, good. Yeah, he was amazing in that. He's the one that has he's a conversation great. with a dress. But we love that. Oh episode. yeah, I love that one. I love Dean I Stockwell. Forgot which one that was. Yeah. That's so. I great. do too. Dean Stockwell's a winner. Did he pass away winner. recently? Uh, did he? Yeah. What? I think Shit. so. Maybe a couple Ugh. months ago. Let me. Yeah, November seventh, two thousand twenty-one. Oh, twenty-one. Okay. Hmm. He was eighty-five. That's a good run. Yeah. Can we talk about Scott Bakula some more? Let's talk about Scott Bakula. Okay, that chin. Yeah. Is unreal. Is <laughs> that he is? So, <laughs> around the time of Quantum Leap, when Quantum Leap arrived on the scene, mm-hmm. um, young gay Eric was uh, just <laughs> so into him. Oh, really? And then, really? then I found out years, like a few years later, I guess around the time of this episode, when I was out and like hanging out with other gay people, uh-huh. I belong to a tribe of gays that love Scott Bakula. Yeah, I think that definitely is true because – he was in Looking, the show yeah. about all the gay men. Mm-hmm. I thought he was gay until like earlier today. No, he's he is a gay icon. <laughs> for what? For being hot. Just for being hot. He, huh? That's strictly it. He's hot and he is also, he was cool with being considered hot by gay men. Okay. Which mm-hmm. says a lot. Yeah. It's a big thing. Yeah. He also has a wife that's age appropriate. Oh, that's cool. Wow, what a winner. Like, he's the bar. <laughs> yeah. He just stepped over that bar. It's amazing. <laughs> right? I, know. I mean, that's like, shit, like, where's the trophy? Yeah. Um, he's probably a pretty good guy. He, he was great. on What We Do in the Shadows also, which oh, is just cute. like, oh, Scott. Bacula. Was it a reprise? Is there of nothing you can't do? <laughs> I actually don't remember, but I hope that it, they made a Count Bacula joke. Uh. <laughs> The painting in this episode of Quantum Leap that they keep they keep referencing as <laughs> as an image of him mm-hmm. is so funny. I love so, that painting. Yeah, the I painting love it is too. great. There was another painting it's though so in the big. background yeah. that I was that I kept trying to like get more detail on. Mm. And Dean Stockwell, when he first comes in, he's like, "There's a guy in the waiting room who's really creepy looking." That's where the that's where the real person's person is okay they're like they just sit in a waiting room the whole time yeah and it does that ever is that ever shown is there ever a conversation that happens in there because i was Not wondering that like i know of are it they wouldn't aware surprise of me if they did an episode where they, they show the waiting room yeah but... the first episode probably are they aware that their body's been taken over and is like being i don't used? think so oh okay interesting because that would really alter <laughs> yeah it seems like they would know that something happened I think what's interesting about like the construct of the show is that everything is not like, oh, my God, I uh, deflected bullets from the grassy knoll or whatever. Like it is often just regular people like he just jumps in there and then it's kind of like, oh, wait, something is going on, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like that person does something heroic or that person crisis is averted or someone isn't killed or someone, Mm. you know, like, and it's just very pleasant. That sounds diminishing, but it's like, there's something about the egalitarian um, scope Mm. of 
how they place regular people within history. Yeah. And I think that yeah. that's really interesting. It's more like just everyday little mysteries that he's solving. It's not like big, huge conspiracies and that kind of well, thing. Yeah, every, everything even... is, is a bit of a mystery because he gets a little bit of information about who it is uh-huh. from Al, but he doesn't ever get like a ton of information. So you're always figuring it out with him, which I think is really interesting. Right. Yeah, that's part of the charm of that character is that mm-hmm. every episode you, you figure out who he is with him mm-hmm. um and it's it's scott bacula's charm like the fact that he's mm-hmm. able to to do that and and make it work for five years or at yeah. least or at least four yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. that speaks volumes it feels about like his performance. he was equally <laughs> playing uh different genders oh yeah, yeah. there's a shot of him yeah. in a, in and a multiple dress. races yeah. And also the only clip I've seen of Quantum Leap before a uh um person who he looks in the mirror and says I'm the R word and yes. I was like what <laughs> is this show? <laughs> that's uh yeah. I yeah. remember that one too. Yeah. Uh that was that's a crazy clip. Um <sighs> if you two could quantum leap into somebody who would you choose? Right now, Scott Bakula. Yep. Scott Bakula <laughs> during doing an episode of Quantum Leap. That's so meta. Um, hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Recently, mine would be maybe our upstairs neighbors and sell all his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would change the course of history. <laughs> uh. I think what's hard is that like the quantum leap thing puts you physically in someone else's life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't put you in their mind mentally yeah. and psychologically into their life. Like yeah. you're just kind of figuring it out. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I feel like if I was a quantum leap, I would probably choose to just like spin the wheel because knowing who it was, I think would not allow me to change course in any way or course correct. It would just be more about being a tourist in someone else's body. And I don't know if that would be of any benefit to myself or to them. So I think maybe part of the fun would be to not know. But it's interesting, too, because it's like it's not even he's seeing his own body or he doesn't. It's is it only in mirrors throughout the show that he sees who he is inside yeah. of? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they never do scenes where it's the person that he's inside of. No. It's always no. him. Oh, that's that's also interesting. But I always found that really fascinating. Yeah. Because you only need to watch the intro to the show, right? To uh-huh. see that effect and all the different faces. It's really interesting. Yeah. Um, but I have to talk about the what I guess is a theme song to quantum leap which is that also really? there were felt like, two. like it was it felt like it was five years long yeah which was which was not a good sign yeah. but also i was just like you know i would not call myself a tunesmith in any way <laughs> i don't think that i have an ear for you know I don't know if I would call a anyone hook, that. A hook, you know. <laughs> but I was like, man, I feel like, so maybe, Joe, I would quantum leap into whoever wrote the theme song to Quantum Leap uh-huh. and change their history because I feel like Quantum Leap, just the 
the phrase, like if somebody's like, we want a theme song and the idea of the show is this, I feel like that would just be like uh, a bonanza <laughs> of opportunities to like make something amazing because at the very least you've got at the core this character that is literally not every man even, every human mm-hmm. and the tone of the show is all over the map, all different things, all different times, all different people. Yeah. It's crazy town. And it's like that theme song. I don't even, <laughs> is it even a song? No. What is I that? was like, I what can't is, even think of and how the, it goes. the more it went on, I was like, it's five years long. So I don't want to actually <laughs> go back and listen to it. Like if it was half the length that it was in my head, I would have listened to it again. Yeah. And part of me is like, I kind of want to find it and like put it on my phone or something so that I can just listen to it while I'm driving because it, it is that it is remarkable, but huh. not amazing. It's, it is just something that I have to remark upon. It's one of those things that I can't understand how it was made. Like, I, I right. like, <laughs> I'm with you. I got like, to read. When did they, when did, <laughs> <laughs> when did whoever made it decide that they were finished? And like, it's, like it's because it's it's so like it's like, like the unfinished symphony because there is no. It feels like there is maybe they were going with the idea that it's like of of nonlinear time mm-hmm. because the song feels like there's no beginning or end. There yeah. is no formal song structure to the theme song, and huh. it's really disoriented. I guess, yeah, and in that sense, I guess it is kind of brilliant. That Maybe it, it's brilliant. Because it, it does, like, jump stylistically between things very quickly. Yeah, right. isn't it also... And, 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 and in a collage no structure. Like, yeah. yeah. I like the graphics that were happening, like the quantum leap letters that were happening, but it was like a theme song and then the intro, the expo- the exposition of what the show's about, and then it went into a scene of this this episode, and then it went back to the theme song again and yeah. went into the, another intro, which was very also confusing. It's a lot. The theme song, I don't know. I mean, I just, I, wow. We got to edit that in, right? We're going to like let listeners listen to it. It is so weird. And I thought about looking to see who wrote it because I knew I was going to talk shit about it. And I felt kind of bad. But then I was like, no, that person knows that what they did. Is it Mike Post? It is Mike Post. That's insanity. Mike Post has written so many amazing theme songs. Has he not? Mike Post is like a badass. <laughs> is this the song? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I remember this it's now. It's so bad. It's... Oh my god. Oh I... yeah. It's insane. It's... It is really insane. It's it's uh it's like what AI wishes it could do. <laughs> <laughs> It's getting me excited to watch more Quantum it's just Leap, an though. Aggregate of it's so it, strange. It would be really That's cool sense. to Quantum Leap. Also, you you Quantum Leap into the that uh, Mike into Post. Mike Post. I Quantum That'd be Leap. Fun to be Mike Post. I, the same time, I'll Quantum Leap into the writer of this episode and like rewrite this whole episode. <laughs> You'd have to find oh, wow. the writer because I just don't believe you that have there to was Quantum one. Leap yeah. to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't seal like you do. Well, I do because I don't know where to begin re- with a rewrite on this episode. Whoa! I think the lighting huge. is where I begin. Yeah, is this, like, oh my god! This was written. I written is in heavy quotes. Uh, 
by one of the producers of Quantum Leap. There's no way that there was a script for this episode. There's no way. It was just Scott Bakula and Dean Stockwell. And they, I just, they wrote it as they went the, along. I think the reason... Oh I'm sorry. Nice I, think the reason, <laughs> I drop my phone every day. Every single uh, day. I... I think the reason it felt the the interactions between Dean Stockwell and Scott Bakula felt so improvised and so off the cuff is because they were. Uh, I think there was a minimal script, mostly for (coughs) Consumption Lady, Mm -hmm. who just looked like she was going to die anyway. I kept thinking Mm -hmm. that it was going to come out that she was terminal and like, Oh, she wanted to do this as kind of like a fun oh, way to go good, out. That's a good twist. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, that's what I was assuming. And then I felt so... This this episode jerked me around in the most awful way because it was like not exciting at all. Mm. Yeah. But, but left me, left my brain cooking up like better scenarios. Also, when what? they go, he saves her. He's like tied up, right? Then he's, yeah. or no, he saves her. He saves this is before her. this. They go into the room. They're like, oh, let's have some wine. Here, pour this wine. And then they just God. both gulp down their wine that from the obvious villain. It was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you, that makes me think you're both just so stupid and I cannot root for you anymore. Yeah. Well, and then there was also, there's this chasteness to, to the main characters that kind of bothered me. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. this, this, oh, vampires are also sexually obsessed. I well, yeah. I think she does a good job of that. Like, she's like, <laughs> like just coming out of her skin, like panting and shit when the fake vampire guy is there. Yes. Like, that was a, that was a really weird scene. I was like, I don't know what's happening now. Mm. But what's, when did Coppola's, when did Love Never Dies come out? Oh, uh, 91? Wait, no, 93. Okay. It was probably... Okay, because because the way that she is done up, like the costuming is really reminiscent of Lucy and the other succubi from Love Never Dies, right? Mm. Like, I do uh, think her... I think her... Yeah, perfect. I do think her um, hair and makeup and costuming were really great. Yeah. Mm. Really well done better than they needed to be but i have to say like i don't just for reference that about mike post who wrote the theme song to quantum (laughs) um that he also wrote one of the greatest theme songs of all time which is obviously the theme song to the Rockford Files. Oh, cool. Um, He is responsible for so many incredible theme songs, many of which I know how to play on the piano. Oh, really? He (laughs) also, he's also a record producer. Um, He Uh, produced Van Halen 3. He made the Law and Order theme song. Whoa. He's a producer for Van Halen 3. Huh. Um, but yeah, Crazy. but like Hill Street Blues, Mike Post, Magnum PI, Damn, you know, that's like cool. that's, and then like one that's kind of like a bubbling under for me, which is the theme song to Doogie Howser, MD. Oh uh, God. Yeah. Wow. Oh, he did Magnum PI. Yeah. It's, yeah. You just said that. <laughs> which <mind>. is, um, <laughs> really hard to play on the piano, oh, really? <laughs> but I can do it. <laughs> okay. Tell me if you would green light this idea. If you're producers or if it's already been done. (laughs) Okay. Ellen's a no. I have to win over to a yes. 
it's a quantum leap reality or competition show where you have, and I've wanted to see this before even seeing quantum leap where you Do have people die like in the thing where the, with in the fly where people come and it's just like a leg. <laughs> they try to make a teleportation machine. They get, yeah. they get inverted. Yeah. Yeah. No, They're like turned inside out. So what happens is like each episode would be a different competition uh, or whatever performance or whatever. And you have a, like a bunch of people competing who are all very skilled at what they do, like say a cooking show. And then one just normal person trying to figure it out and trying to make it up as they went along. And oh, then Joe, that's been already done. been, been a show, Fuck. but in a, a version of that. And it was actually extremely popular. And it was, I think they actually brought it back at some point. It's a show that is so high concept, like it's so simple, but it's also so high concept that it seems weird that it would be like a super popular game show. What is it? But it was, it's a show called To Tell the Truth. Oh. And they would bring out three people. There's a panel, the same panel of folks all the time, uh -huh. which was a standard like game show conceit that would happen then. And they would bring people out. They would introduce the actual person, like they would say then who they were, what they were known for, what they, their expertise was in. Mm -hmm. And then they would have three people who all said, they were like, my name is, so if it's Eric, it's like, there's th a woman, like two, and an old man and Eric, right? And mm -hmm. so, ev but every single person would be like, my name is Eric Blood. And the oh. other person's like, my name is Eric Blood. My name is Eric Blood. So right off the bat, it's really freaky. Mm -hmm. But so then it's like a strategy game in essence where you really have to listen and, and look for tells. So the panel asks questions based on the information they've been given about the actual person. Mm. And they say like, uh, number one, you know, um, what is the longest amount of time it's taken you to produce a record, uh -huh. you know, and like uh -huh. they have to, you know, and so they're, they're just trying to, to see. I like that. That's cool. And so if, if the panelists picked someone that wasn't the real person, then that was, that person would get a prize. Hmm. I love that. That's cool. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's really strange, it's, but it yeah. is like oddly compelling. But it's but very I similar. Think, I think they brought it back up. Yeah. But like a similar idea, although yeah. not active, but I know. it's the mental thing that makes it really interesting. Yeah, I just want to see like the people panicking trying to make like a souffle. They have no idea how to do that yeah. or whatever. I feel like I've seen this. There's the there's a cooking version where it's like a bunch of just people that don't know how to cook making stuff. I think. Oh, yeah. well, nailed but, it. But I also want to yeah nailed it <laughs> nailed it, which is amazing. <laughs> but I want to see like someone being a lineman for a day or yeah. like <laughs> a roller coaster operator. Or whatever. I feel like I've seen this, but maybe I'm thinking of something uh, else. I think there's must be some variations on that. Yeah, there probably is. And it's probably guess, also like not that great to watch people fail that hard. It's probably not that well, entertaining. Cause, really? Because <laughs> what like what's the end game, you know? Yeah, they just get really embarrassed. The the sets of To Tell the Truth were had were really cool looking. In like a sixties. I way. saw yeah, the the font for the logo or whatever cool. is really yeah, cool. It's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but this one would be called Quantum Leap, the game show, TV show. <laughs> so it's different than Tell the Truth. I just, <laughs> I kept getting hung up also by, it's Al, right? Dean Stockwell's character's name is Al. Uh -huh. That he keeps saying leaped. Leaped? 
instead of leapt. Yeah. Oh, Which, you leaped into a vampire. I would. I my brain. I didn't look it up, but my brain like did a lot of gymnastics to make that make sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Leaped. You leaped. I didn't recognize. I didn't. I didn't clock that, but I clocked like he came and went a lot, like way too much. He and really did. No one else can see or hear him. I heard that from the intro, but when. <laughs> Um, Bacula goes behind. He's like, "Oh, excuse me, I have to make sure that the food's being cooked right." And goes behind a curtain and starts screaming at Al, and they get in this like argument fight. <laughs> it's like so he's just talking to himself behind this curtain. It just and it was uh, just that that garlic moment too. Oh my god, Waka, yeah, squared, really, <laughs> just not. And he's just so bad at acting like a person who would. You could, even if you think there's like vampires or whatever, you would have the, like, you would understand how to act and it wouldn't be how Scott Bakula is acting through this episode where he's like, oh, Dewey, I got to go check out the dinner uh," and like runs away. Does the series end with him actually jumping back into his own body? No clue. Mm. My God, I have to find that out. We should I watch feel like the whole thing. Oh my if, god. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Guess we're doing a season of we're doing five seasons of Quantum Leap. I I would kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't they bring it back recently. They did. There is a new oh, there ish is? Quantum Leap that uh started in 2022. Who's the star? Oh. Uh the star is Raymond Lee. Um who is in Top Gun Maverick. Wow. And the Lost City. Hmm. Um, he's very attractive. He is his IMDb trivia is <laughs> American actor and not an Aquarius. <laughs> That's all you need to know, really. Great. Oh wow. It doesn't end with happily for Sam. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Does he break apart into a million Does tiny he, little pieces? He Dale Coopers. He's no, actually he Dale makes, Coopering everybody. He's Bob. He makes some kind of choice that makes a happy ending for al so al doesn't have to be part of the thing is al also stuck in hologram form he's just like living his life in the future right where scott bacula's from we don't know there's something weird about why he has to do that stuff Mm. why he has to be the assistant and like hold up a Mm -hmm. little cube of plastic cubes of, of lego pieces and like act <laughs> there's like something like reading from there's it. something about it that's so um redolent of like a doctor who influence which i really like hmm. where it's like i mean he's wearing a suit and smoking a cigar and there's something i love about time travel that resists time travely hmm. stuff like that where it's just like we're still wearing suits everybody yeah mm-hmm I deal with it. Yeah. They're yeah. Not wearing like a plastic sheet. <laughs> like back to the future. I do love I I do love the conceit of the show. I love I love all of this stuff. Um mm. I'm just so soured on this one episode. Like, do you like it, other just, episodes you've ep- seen? This episode was so hard to get through. It I'm really so, was. I'm yeah. tempted to watch an early episode just to see like what the vibe is like. Or I want to like look up what the yeah, most, I want to watch the most first loved episode. episode is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And just see what's up. Because I, I remember watching at least one episode when it was airing. Yeah. But this mm. was a time that I wasn't really watching a lot of 
TV, weirdly. Mm. I was yeah. watching movies, and I think I was watching MTV. I mean, like, I was uh, drunk somewhere in a bar. <laughs> watching it on a bar TV. Uh, <laughs> just, just drunk. I, but also, this, this episode, 1993, was like a really bleak time for network television in general. Mm. Like, things, shows were not looking good. They weren't feeling good. They... It was just a kind of a wasteland. It was a Xena and uh, oh man, and Hercules era Jurassic Park Ooh, year. Man. Yeah, like, but but like <laughs> these are bad things. Like they were. Although <laughs> that's when the X Files happens. Oh, true. Man, the really. X Files was the outlier, though. Like it was the phenomenon. Mm. Like it was yeah. literally a phenomenon. I was. And then there were a bunch of people. So I guess I lied. It. I was watching the X Files, but see, I wasn't even watching the X Files. I was. So I guess I wasn't that drunk. Great. <laughs> the the Tommy Knockers miniseries was airing. Oh Jesus. I did watch that. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's uh, Stephen King. <laughs> don't oh, worry. Yeah, it's, don't... it's our so, next link. Though. It's really yeah, good. I don't really do Stephen King with any real intention. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just never have done that. I read one of the books, but it was like a book of short stories. Oh. One of which is about a serial killer, and I think it's really quite good. I read a Stephen King novel at work at ABC mm-hmm. um, because someone just left it on the on the table where the where dispatch was. Was it Salem's Lot? No, it was uh, the girl who loved some baseball player's name. Uh, oh, and I've read it just like while waiting for for jobs Hmm. and i couldn't tell you what it was about i couldn't tell you anything about it the thing i read was called night shift and oh, i love night shift the cover of that trade paperback was so crazy with the hand with the eyeballs on it with the 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 bandages the mummified hand with the yeah with the eyeballs. eyeballs Oh, I love that one. Yeah. But there's a story in it called Strawberry Spring mm-hmm. where the, right? And I just was like, oh, that's good. Like, that's a sake level twist. Very mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I have a fondness for Stephen King that I don't know how much of it is nostalgia and how much of it is a true appreciation. But I, I like him as a man uh, and I appreciate his contribution to media. Yeah, I think he's great. I love his stories, a lot of them. Uh, I got yeah, go, like, to go no quibble thing. with him. It's yeah. just not stuff I, I would read normally. I definitely I read like, that book because it was silent reading. I like uh, film directors' renditions of his work more than his work. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, the like I like The Shining more, the movie more than the book, and I like Carrie mm. the movie more than the book. I like The Shining TV miniseries more than the Stanley Kubrick movie. <laughs> I I need you to leave. Am I fired from the podcast? <laughs> I need you to walk away from me right now. <laughs> well, The Shining was what, what you almost chose, right, Ellen, for this week? Yeah, oh, that's so we right. could have totally. been talking about The Shining instead of yeah, Quantum Leap. Yeah, because of the O'Grady twins. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. d- don't rub it in. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I always give heart to heart a lot of shit for having too many characters and like confusing plot lines. But this episode of Quantum Leap could have used like five more characters <laughs> to, to make it more interesting because when they when Al comes in and he's like, this girl dies and is found in the wood drained of blood in like two days. Then it became crack the case, the show for yes. me, which is really cool. Like that's, 
they yes. know the answer to the, to what happened, but he has to figure out what happened to uh, get it. And that's a really cool premise for a mystery. Uh-huh. It's, it's like perfect. what steps followed what happened and you but you have to add some twists into that well like, there has to be some information given yeah and then, but also there they wasted so much time on al being afraid of vampires which is just like the stupidest thing it's for someone from the future in this particular scenario and they already explained he's be. a hologram he is, he is max in this but, but max would never be that stupid like max wouldn't wouldn't put garlic around his neck and be like go 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 ghosts like mm. that wouldn't happen where does horse live because he went all the way home and then remembered he forgot his tweed hat so that was one note that i had uh oh yeah his name <laughs> horse horse billed as boris oh boris oh he is billed as boris but scott bacula only calls him Horst or Horace? Horst. <laughs> Boris. Horse. That's weird. It's, oh. it's really confusing, but, that... but he is billed as Boris the butler. Oh. But that's right. not what anyone says. Right. That is so... I have worked with someone named Horst. Horst. And I know somebody named Boris, but... Yeah, Horst. I know, I know somebody named Boris. Yep. And I know that there's a Will Patton plays a character named Horst in After Hours. <laughs> right. Where's that name come from? Like they ha- they Germany? got Horst. Just Germany. They had been Horst. Where every weird thing comes from. <laughs> oh, where all the weird shit comes from <laughs> in the world. Horst. Huh. Shit. Speaking of weird things. It's time for, for pick your book. It's Bacula, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, right. yeah. Oh, is it a Tony, Tony, Tony? Oh. It's a Tony. It's one hundred percent a Tony, Tony, Tony. It's Yay, a Bacula, Bacula, Bacula. Bacula. <laughs> We're a anti helicopter pro Bacula <laughs> yes. podcast. Yeah, He's I'm feel dreamy. completely good with that. I wish we could go back in time, and I say back, Ellen says you, and you say la. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you can quantum leap into each of us and do it. <laughs> of course, um, you. <laughs> What is it about Scott Bakula? I mean, he is so cute, right? Yeah. But then it's there's just something he just has a charisma, I think, that yeah. really takes it over the top. There's he's just something got, about him that is really yeah. He's got like old world feature like strong features. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The, like that that fucking chin is crazy and then his nose like the bridge of his nose yeah. goes from the top of his head all the way down mm-hmm. like it's it's right we like 40s yeah and then the eyebrows like everything about him is like a feature mm-hmm. but then he has this very soft kind of high-pitched voice i know it is weird mm-hmm. his voice in this he was like very nerdy acting which i wasn't expecting yeah from... it's like it's like juvenile is the wrong word but it's it's gentle yes Mm -hmm. he's gentle Mm -hmm. so those two things paired together plus with his just you know his talent yeah is charming it's incredibly charming like puppy dog energy sort of yeah yeah he's cute He's very cute. <laughs> we solved it. We did. We figured it out. Anybody else? Got, <laughs> we figured out Bacula. Anybody have anything else to say about this this uh, no. episode? Because I'm I sorry. Don't. No, but I feel. Like I'm not we... sorry. We looked at Bacula, but I'm sorry that it just. <laughs> yeah. 
I guess I think in my head I thought for sure that you would go for the shining. Yeah. Who Memnock? Or <laughs> Oh no, no, it was up to us to choose your feeling. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we will, <laughs> that's why we like to do this podcast. We like to take the risk. Yeah. We like we to go. get out there. There you go. We like to figure things out. There was I mean, I am specific. happy that I heard the theme song to Quantum Leap because I feel like I'll puzzle over that for the rest of my days. It really is a, a conundrum. I do want to watch a different episode of Quantum Leap. Because I do too. Especially I do. with you guys saying that this is just, they're not all that bad. If no, I had, no, no, no. I want to it's watch a solid one that's show. good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should try it. Yeah. Um, links? Already. I feel like we rushed through this. There's more to say. Yeah, we well, we we are at the we're past the length of the episode, so we've done <gasps> our job. We've <laughs> we been sitting it. here for five years. Yeah. <laughs> well, my first link, but I don't know if it's allowed because I'm in such a David Lynch crazy mode oh, is God. Dean Stockwell from Blue Velvet, but I don't know if that fits our vibe. No, and if it doesn't. Scott Bakula, Lord of Illusions. I knew someone would do definitely Lord of Illusions. Fits the the podcast energy. It does, and is Clive not Clive Barker's Lord of Illusions. It's what I remember being not a great movie, but it's would not. be fun to talk about. It's not, and and we should do more Clive Barker because yeah, we because <laughs> it's not because yeah. with Lord of Illusions. Ellen, what do you got? Um, I am opting. To since since I went with twins and didn't achieve The Shining last week, I'm going to go with vampires. Oh, and my pick. <laughs> I feel like you've probably both seen this, but I'm going to pick from 2009 from one of my favorites, Chan Wook Park. Ooh, I picked Thirst. Oh, uh, I've never seen it. I haven't seen it either. It's been what? on my it's been on my list forever. <gasps> when you said 2009, oh, wow. I thought you were going to choose Blade, <laughs> which also <laughs> would be great. <laughs> um I am invoking wild card. Ooh. Uh also with vampire. I guess that's huh? not it's technically it's not, not wild, wild card, card, is it? Yeah. So no. I'm choosing vampires and I'm sorry Ellen, but I'm I'm going I'm going easy and enjoyable. And uh, I'm feeling dangerous tonight. Really, <laughs> Tony Scott's The Hunger. Oh, the I almost hunger. picked The Hunger. Actually, oh. it was between Thirst and The Hunger. I just want. I was like, I want to oh. watch something that I know is good. <laughs> Wait, I didn't yeah. know we were allowed to do like. Yeah, uh, you did. Just a a vampire. Yeah, you did because oh, yeah. Eric's already done it. Oh, but that was that a wild card? I thought it was no. a wild Wait, card. I did a wild card. But it wasn't a wild card. You did something that was riffing on an Just object like or a theme a or something or early on, I think. I know I did a wild card. Oh, wait, I have I have a list because I've been keeping a list of these. Uh, our choices. Oh, yeah. Well, now I'm wondering if I should choose mine to Only Lovers Left Alive. No. Oh, oh really? Oh, you don't like that one? No, I'm just saying no. You already picked. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Um, wait, was Rosemary's, no, that wasn't a wild card. Um, what was your, where were you connecting from Rosemary's baby? That uh, was something we that watched was the craft legacy. 
It was and... witches. It was witches. Yeah, it was witches. But I think I did call that a wild card. I don't know. Either way. Moods. But the wild card, what you explained at the beginning of the season, was you go back to a heart-to-heart episode and choose from there. Oh, that's right. So that's the wild card. So I am picking, yeah, I've been picking things from... From uh, from elemental... Yeah, thematic elements. Yeah. Okay, let's find out what we're going to watch. Memnock the Wheel. I feel like since I was going to pick the hunger, I can't... (laughs) <laughs> the wheel loves Ellen. Memnock and Ellen have a thing going on. Thirst, thirst, thirst. thirst. I'm I I am thrilled that we are going to be watching uh Chanwu Park's Thirst. Let's redeem vampires. Yes. Let me hold on. I'm I'm uh, adding it to the list and I have to put a little asterisk. I never look to see if people are actually able to access it. I will do that. For you. I feel certain it's out there somewhere. Oh, it's definitely it's definitely available. Mm. Oh, well, it's on Prime for four bucks. Uh, and then let me look at Canopy. I bet because Canopy, Canopy is usually the best bet. No. Cool. Um, thirst. No, no Canopy. Uh-oh. Uh oh, sorry everybody. It's okay. You can rent it from your local video store or you can rent it online from scarecrow.com. Yeah. Because um, it's from 2009. Yes, it is. Hmm. Uh, and that's that, folks. <laughs> I wonder if it's like on Criterion Channel or something. Oh, um, probably. Okay, well. Ooh, what, was yeah. your, what was your pick? Um. It was Lord of Lord, Illusions. Lord of oh, Illusions. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. That already. was a, last week when when this got picked. I thought I was going to pick Lord of Illusions, but then after watching the episode, I was like, I can't. Uh, in good faith. <laughs> well, I I was torn between choosing the hunger and thirst because I was like, oh well, if I pull us into Korea. Mm-hmm. Then we kind of linger in Korea for a while. Not necessarily, though. Like, there's which one, it wouldn't be a bad thing. And two, there's no plenty for spooky of amazing, things, it's not a bad Korean thing. Stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, also, there's a lot of crossover, um, particularly with Chanwu Park. So, we're all well, good. I'm excited that neither of you has seen <clears throat> it, but I'm also shocked. Mm. Yeah, it's been on my list forever, and it's just one of those things I never get around to. Because a lot of times if I'm watching stuff, well, in the last few years, like a lot of times I'm watching stuff while I'm working. So mm. subtitles don't work for me unless I'm able yeah. to like, right, right, sit right. and focus, you have to be, yeah. Yeah. which is why this podcast is great. Because it forces yes. me to sit and focus. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and that's what yeah. I will be doing on Thursday. So, listener, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for listening. Um, p- <laughs> please follow us on Instagram at It Was Murder Pod or on Twitter at It Was Murder Pod and write to us at It Was Murder Pod at gmail.com. Tell us what you thought of any of these things that we've been watching. If there's anything you want us to watch in the future, uh, if you have any ideas for other spinoffs <laughs> for the podcast, 
or reality shows based on quantum. Or, yeah, if you have any <laughs> quantum right. leap, what based if we reality just surrendered TV. one week on the wheel to listener? Oh, hey, listener, that'd be great. I'm down. Yeah, listener, you can get on the wheel if you want. I love that idea. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to get on the wheel, you have to email us at itwasmurderpod at gmail.com or uh, message me on Instagram. And what else? Rate and review us. I'm so tired. Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula is uh, triple, triple poke. Yeah, triple a poke. A rare triple poke. Uh, <laughs> Crazy. If you know Scott Bakula, tell him we love him. Yeah, hi. Hi, Scott. Um, don't make him, don't t- tell him not to listen to this, <laughs> but just tell him that we love him. We didn't get too pervy. We could have gone. Yeah, no, tell him to listen to the theme song for Quantum. That's <laughs> crazy. Ask him if he's ever heard it. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, they probably just play that for you to walk out on any talk show or something. It's just like a crazy nightmare. Like, the hell mouth opens up. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just sounds like music that opens a giant stone key uh, in some kind of tomb because there's nothing else it could possibly do except torture you to death. Yeah. Okay. Let's Good night, quantum freeway. leap out of here. Good night, Freeway. You're so low energy. It's almost I know. It's I'm sorry. Incredible. I'm yeah. really That's sorry, everybody. Me. Good night, Freeway. Nope. Quantum <sighs> Leap's theme song. I'm, I'm, I'm leaped. <laughs> You've left. He's leaped. I'm leaped. He's leaped You've out. <laughs> Good night, Sam Quantum. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Sam Leap Quantum. Oh, it's, Sam, it is... Sam Leap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. An Al Quantum. It, it is fun to think about Quantum Leap. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> it's a good premise. Okay, bye. They tried their best for with vampires. Oh my god. They shouldn't have done it. <laughs> no, no one should have done that. <laughs> you always try to stop recording right when all our real feelings start coming out. I haven't hit stop yet. <laughs> <I know. laughs> because right now it'll just be the quantum leap theme song playing while we talk. We always do the cool <laughs> cool down where we <laughs> where we talk about our real feelings <laughs> that we were saving. <laughs> like shit talky ones that we can't say oh on there. Oh my god. <laughs> oh lord alright I'm gonna eat some dinner yep. alright quantum leap into a plate of tacos <laughs> leaped quantum leaped my name is Ellen Ito <laughs> my name is Ellen leaped okay <laughs> bye goodbye my name is virgin sacrifice <laughs> bye bye right. bye I love you bye, bye.